0: Welcome to another of our very special bonus podcast episodes all about the KBB View Retail and Design Awards 2023. In this series, we're building up to the event itself by meeting some of the finalists and judges that obviously play such an essential part in the biggest KBB industry gathering of the year. It's in Cardiff on Thursday, April the 20th, and the room will be packed with retailers, designers, suppliers and influencers from across the industry. So if you want to be there, then it may already be too late, but it's always worth heading to kbbreview.com forward slash awards and seeing if any tickets have become available. And this is another special episode as we're meeting our design category judges. Now, if you don't know, our design judging is split into two stages. In the first shortlisting stage, the judges individually score all the entries separately from each other, and the top four scores in each category become finalists. In the second stage, the judges gather together, and each finalist presents their project to the panel in person. This is where the judges get to ask questions and generally grill them about their design. There's a bathroom judging panel and a totally different kitchen judging panel, and they meet on different days and in different locations. So we took the chance to get some thoughts from them for this very podcast. But first... These special bonus episodes are all made possible by our awards 2023 podcast partner Sonas Bathrooms. They're a really influential and successful brand over in their native Ireland, and they've just launched here in the UK with a great range of really stylish products. You can find out more about them, including how to become a Sonas dealer, at sonasbathrooms.co.uk. And say hello for me. So let's start with bathrooms. And on the judging panel, we had interior designer Stephen Dick, SBID founder Vanessa Brady, designer and multiple winner in these awards, Pippa Payton, West One Bathrooms head of design Laura Ashdown, and our very own Georgina Townsend, the acting editor of Kitchens, Bedrooms and Bathrooms magazine. They were judging the three bathroom design categories. Bathroom Designer of the Year project cost up to £10,000. Bathroom Designer of the Year project cost £10,000 to £25,000 and bathroom designer of the year project cost over twenty five thousand pounds so we started off asking just why they wanted to be a judge here's Stephen and vanessa
1: it's been great i love doing it you know it's a full day and it's a very intense day you know we're concentrating on hearing everything that they put into their designs all about the process all about their clients and the finished products and it's great to kind of sit and listen to those presentations and see what they've done but yeah it's intense
2: I love coming to Judge because I see all the new trends And I see literally how people progress year on year and you see all the new products. And also when people are presenting, they give us their reasoning. So we learn a lot from that. And I always think it's a two way street that I take quite a lot away from it as to why decisions were made. So, yeah, I always enjoy it.
0: For first time Judge Pippa Payton, she's very much a poacher term gamekeeper as she switches from frequent finalist and winner to being on the other side of the process as a judge.
3: It's fascinating being on this side of the screen, and I will, will say to everyone, I know how nerve-wracking it is when you're presenting, because even though you've you've developed the bathroom, it's it's still very nerve-wracking speaking to people and explaining how you've done it. Um, but no, it's been it's been an amazing day. I've loved seeing um, so many different entries, both the the less expensive ones and the more expensive ones, but also seeing how how they've used the budget, how they've got to the end results and have some come, come up with some really unusual designs, both in terms of layout and product. Yeah, it's been really, really interesting to
0: see. Louise from West One Bathrooms is also a first-time judge too. So how did she find it?
3: Yeah, I found it really interesting, quite an eye-opener from the first process of whittling down. And also for me, you know, these three categories. I have to say I was really impressed with the lower category and how much harder designers have to think and work to achieve that look for the budget as well. Whereas the upper categories sometimes it can be a little bit easier, but, you know, the more budget people have to work with. But yeah, I've been really impressed.
0: The judging process for both kitchen and bathroom design is built around seven criteria. Aesthetics, meeting and exceeding the brief, problem solving, considering sustainability, product and material choice, unique ideas and initiative, and value for money. And they all carry equal weight. In other words, how the project looks is only part of the process. Here's Pippa.
3: I think it's really important that at the end of the day, it has to be function over form. And so whilst aesthetic is is really important in a bathroom, it has to work. And it's all about the detail. You know, you, you can't finish a bathroom where just even the smallest things don't quite work. It has to be. So at the end of the day, it has to work for the client, which is why it's really important to listen to the client's brief, but also to add things in, so to push them on certain things if they haven't thought about things, because ultimately, we're the designers and we should know um, how things should, should be placed and how they should work.
0: Part of evaluating the criteria is about how the designers have used their expertise to advise and steer the client to give them something beyond the brief and solve problems. Here's Vanessa, followed by Louise and Stephen.
2: I think we have a responsibility to advise our clients as to what has to be done. So when they say, oh, I don't want storage and I don't need a toothbrush plug, it's our job as a designer to say, no, you do need that. And that's what they're paying us for. Sometimes they say, oh, you know, the designers will say, oh, our client didn't want it. But I think that we do have that responsibility. And I think for me, I what I'm really interested in seeing when we're um, judging is the new trends and you can see like today I noticed there were different materials that were coming through in three or four of the different um, presentations in different price points but what's also really interesting is taking into account how they've got to fit in the base and the loo the shower the bath within the square footage, with a door, with a window. And yet you look at that every time thinking, well, I've got that small square or a huge square. How do you fit those four products in and all the rest? And every time it comes out year after year, so different. It's just so interesting.
3: I think the most important thing of good design is you're not just doing a Pinterest shopping list for people. You're actually designing the space for that individual. You start the day and you end the day in the bathroom. And it's got to be right for that person, not just buying nice things to put in a room.
1: It's the things that you find out straight away when you actually use a space. You know, when you live in a space, when you wake up in the morning and then you're using the bathroom, when you're kind of half asleep still, that's when you kind of find out what works and what doesn't work. And the same at the other end of the day. If you're looking at a pretty shot on Instagram of, let's say, a bathroom like we've been looking at today you're not using the room so you don't find those things out but that's what we're doing today we're kind of asking we're trying we're sort of imagining ourselves using those rooms we're imagining what the designers or asking the designer what they've done to create that room for the client and understanding what the client wanted from that room and it's that functionality which I think becomes so apparent as soon as you step into any room
0: the considering sustainability criteria had actually only been added for the first time this year and it was great to see that it had been embraced by so many of the entrants and finalists
3: it's come out today in terms of what people have done with the bathrooms they've discarded whether yeah. they've, so they've reused them um looking at the, the quality of the the designer supplies are doing in terms of the materials so i think that's been really encouraging hearing what's, what people have had to say about sustainability And I think also following on from sustainability, it's the longevity of the product and it's Mm -hmm. picking products that are good quality and not just an instant Instagram look, isn't it? It's buying products that you know from a good source, they're gonna last you well for years and years to come, you're gonna be able to get parts and service them. So I think it's building all that in as well with the look of what you're you're designing for people.
0: That was Pippa Payton and then Louise Ashdown. So what are the judges looking for when they read entries and ultimately hear the presentations from finalists? Here's Pippa, Vanessa and Louise.
3: I think the first thing is that you, you have to get right at the beginning is the spatial planning. So before before there gives any thought into what products, etc., if the space isn't right, the bathroom's not going to work. And I think being creative sometimes, it's almost throwing, taking all the walls out, throwing over the way and starting again, obviously you wouldn't do that in reality. But I just think being creative with the space um, and getting the spatial planning right at the very beginning before you start
2: looking prod- at products, Probably means you're then going to produce a, a good design. Who is the client? Who's going to use the space? What do they want that space for? And has the designer listened? And have they then influenced their client with their expertise well enough?
3: Sometimes less is more. Don't look at a space and think you've got to throw everything in it. Listen to what the person wants. If they only shower, give them a really good shower. Don't try and squeeze a bath in. It's just going to be a decorative piece. You know, listen to that person and don't be frightened to pull back and throw less at it.
0: One of the things judges often talk about during judging is how much they themselves take away from the process. They're there to judge, of course, but as all good professional designers do, they're also using the opportunity to soak up ideas, trends and influence. So what stood out from this year's crop?
2: me it was micro cement (laughs) i mean as a material Uh, it's quite interesting even two years ago that wouldn't have been used at all i I noticed the disappearance of tiles for wall coverings um, and even in in showers it's panels or so Mm. yes surfaces have have changed
3: and also where tiles are used, where we used to do big format tiles, you know, big slabs, there's a lot going back to very artisan, small tiles, handmade tiles, a lot of intrinsic value in the product and the making. I think there's a lot of that coming back again. I think also um, the, the colour of the, of the brassware, I think we saw very little, the traditional chrome today. A lot of gold, a lot of bronze, um, just a lot of different materials, which was, which was really interesting.
1: Having done this for three or four years now, one of the things that was most apparent today was actually the variety in the entrants this year and the variety then in the finalists. There's been a couple of times over recent years where a particular kind of trend or style has actually dominated some of the entries that have come into the competition. But today, the variety was fantastic. It kind of, in a way, it makes me think that actually, because I think that all clients are very different and their homes are very different and where they live is very different. And so, in a way, designs for everybody should be totally different. And perhaps this shows that the designers have been listening to those clients and producing something that's individual for them, which I think ultimately is really important because then it's going to feel It's going to feel natural to those clients and it's going to have longevity for them as well.
0: That was Vanessa Brady, Louise Ashdown, Pippa Payton and then Stephen Dick. And thank you so much to all of them for their huge commitment and generous time for our awards. Over to the kitchen design panel now and gathered together to hear the finalist presentations were Charlie Smallbone. Johnny Gray, interior designer Ros Wilson, Richard Delane from the Woodworks in London, Graham Robinson from Halcyon Interiors on Wigmore Street and designer Linda Barker. And they were also judging three categories. Kitchen designer of the year, project cost up to £30,000. Kitchen designer of the year, project cost £30,000 to £50,000 and kitchen designer of the year, project cost over £50,000. So we started off by asking them the same question. What is it that interests them about judging a competition like this? Here's Charlie, Johnny, Graham and Linda.
4: Well, it's obviously an opportunity for us to see what people are doing out there in the industry. It's just an interesting day for me, which is enjoyable, see, by virtue of doing this as a collaborative thing between all of us here, getting around table, discussing something and, you know, having the opportunity to look at stuff. There's so many uh, subtle changes going on. And and one of our jobs as judges is to kind of
5: not so much respond to, to those changes, but to see them, to try and categorise and understand what people are doing. And I think a lot of us judges have been enjoying a revival of craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. tend to focus a lot on how things are made. But this year, it's been interesting. There's been this dilemma of judging something for its um, space planning skills and for the quality of its craftsmanship. And they're not necessarily the same thing. It's a really interesting experience to Mm -hmm. judge kitchen design because it's a whole combination of different design disciplines that we're applying judgment to. It's, you know, we've talked a lot about lighting design at various points mm. in the day. We've talked about behaviours around cooking, how much people are motivated by the construction of their kitchens as opposed to trying to create atmospheres or trying to create a mood. Because after all, it is interior design. And then the other discipline is about how much the how much the kitchen designers are, for example, changing the or applying to almost like an architect's hat on, mm. trying to see how much they need to change the the space to make it work be a really good kitchen and then of course you've got the the people who absolutely love the details and sometimes they fail and sometimes they do you know some really interesting stuff so there's real innovation going on here. I enjoy the story (laughs) uh, behind the design because it's not only Mm -hmm. the design it's the people that it's been designed for the story of the designer and that relationship with the family or the pets or the location of where it is so I enjoy the story behind it and you that's why you really get to see that with these presentations.
6: And I think the conversation around kitchens is really dynamic and it's ever-changing. So I think the conversation around kitchens is really interesting. And and I'm slightly coming as an outsider. So I actually love the change that's happened over the last few years. And I've noticed, you know, the more colors are being used. And I think that's a direct result of people going into competitions like this, being proud of their kitchen because everybody that, hits our table and hits our discussion have come through a selection process so these are a narrowed down group of people presenting their u- unique hopefully unique mm-hmm. ideas so they've got somewhere and I, th- I think the conversation is is around innovation and it's where the kitchens are going for the future it's, it's taking it you know into 2023 and For me, I like to see the changes that are happening, for instance, colour, but it could also be pattern, the surfaces that people are using. It's always shifting. It's always shifting. And the dialogue, I think, is very interesting. So it's good to be across it and it's great that it exists. And I think it's a huge snapshot for me anyway into what's
7: happening across the UK.
0: Now, Richard Delane from the Woodworks is a brand new judge this year. So what are his first impressions?
7: Well, first of all, I I would say that it's been interesting that the perception is that the more the kitchen costs, the better they're going to be. But actually, that's not been the case here. At at each different level, there's been interest, even at the the lower categories. There's some really interesting things in there, which was a surprise I've really enjoyed the fact that I've managed to, to have a, sneak, a sneaky peek at a broad selection of different kitchens. You know, mm-hmm. we, we do what we do and we're quite insular and then all of a sudden you get to see the wider that the kitchen retailers are doing.
0: Interestingly, Charlie Smallbone enjoys seeing designers putting their mark on a project and using their skills to advise and steer the client, echoing the views of Vanessa Brady over on the bathroom panel.
4: I like seeing the, the struggle of the individual, the person that, you know, is looks like they're really in charge and on top of what they're doing, which kind of counterpoints in some instances with the broader kind of elements of the industry in inverted commas, where you have like larger companies where designers maybe have a more restrictive approach because they're restricted to use the uh, the product that their own company provides. And I think that we see in terms of the sort of design process that in two or three instances here today there were real genuine sort of innovative Mm. ideas going on and people working in an artisanal and a designery
0: kind of way. And just like the bathroom panel part of the judges enjoyment of the process is the fact that they see it as a two-way experience as they take influence and ideas away too. Here's Ros Wilson and Johnny Gray.
8: I think as designers we always need to be open-minded But I think what's really good is we might be the people sitting around this table to assess against certain categories. But actually, it's fascinating and intriguing to see that we can also learn from the finalists that bring their ideas to the table. Mm. Because in one afternoon, we get a cross section of all of that. And that's great because you do sometimes get locked into not what you usually do, but a certain way of thinking. And then this opens that up again, Mm. makes it a bit more expansive. So I think that's great. There's lots to learn all the time. Something. i wonder
5: whether you know if we were sitting on this table say in germany whether we would mm. see the same range of entries same width mm. same bandwidth of, of innovation because what we're seeing a lot here is relatively small operators aren't we yeah S- smallish mm. workshops mostly who are capable of in some ways very flexible response to mm. their projects and somebody said to me a while, while ago it was a swiss client saying look you know we really admire what you do in the uk because the reason we looked at coming to see you is
0: because nice. the UK has got this innovation of, of,
5: of sort of innovative craftsmanship, which mm-hmm. doesn't is not so apparent in other countries, I think.
0: One of the key trends that came out very strongly to this year's entry and the finalists was the desire from clients to make spaces that are unique to them. Kitchens that reflected who they were and their personalities. And for the judges, that's very indicative of their own experience too. Here's Charlie Smallbone. Certainly speaking for
4: myself and that in the projects that, that I'm involved in, I mean, no two are ever the same. We are striving to achieve sort of individuality, reflection of the customer's character, yeah. if you like, and cl- clients' um, needs and preferences and what have you, but also obviously in, uh, overlaying our own profile on that. But it, it's, it's a really, really strong objective for us n- n- to ensure that no two projects are ever the same yeah. or ever alike. So you've always got
0: to be pushing the envelope mm. and that's how design progresses, mm. isn't it? And consumers are braver and more open, more individual and willing to stretch their own boundaries.
7: People are, seem to be much more open to colour. You know, yeah. Maybe three, four years ago, colours were quite muted, but all of a sudden people are prepared to go for a blue, a, a mm. strong blue, a strong green, mm. apple greens, pinks. You know, that, that, yeah. that's a re- relatively new thing. Uh, we find people really open to that now, yeah. which is um, great. The more, the better.
8: I think that maybe through my journey in the in the industry, the route to end result might have been, here is my space, home, whatever, kitchen, designers. Now people are going through themselves, as in through the, in their personality, to the end results. So I'm going to ask you to create me something that's reflective of me. Because I think okay. there was a detachment. And given whatever we've been through the last few years, I think people have changed their route to end result
2: in
5: the end clients are probably more open and willing to talk yeah. about things that are more personal so they get a better
0: result out of the design that was richard delane ros wilson and graham robertson so a huge thank you to them as well of course as charlie smallbone and linda barker for being our kitchen judges all the judges really do devote huge amounts of time and effort to all the entries and finalists and i couldn't be more grateful to them for it that was the Design Judges for the KBB Review Retail and Design Awards 2023. Thank you again to all of them, but also all the design finalists that took the time to deliver their amazing presentations and projects on the day. Thank you again to our 2023 podcast partner, Somers Bathrooms. You can find out all about them at somersbathrooms.co.uk. And of course, you can find out all about the awards in general, including if there's any tickets left,
2: at kbbview.com forward slash awards. See you next time.